Welcome, welcome, welcome to this very exciting and promising to deliver you real talk edition of Diva Speaks podcast. This is the one and only your hostess, Angela, and I want to thank you for tuning in. And I also want to thank you for your continued support of the podcast. The numbers are amazing. Please, please, please continue to support. Tell your grandmama, tell your pastor, your wife, your side chick, your side boo, your cousins, your brothers, your sister. Tell everybody to tune in to Diva Speaks podcast as we promise to deliver more provocative and thought provoking content that will be conversation starters and a wonderful platform for change. So with that being said, I have a very special guest on the line. He's gonna be my co-host for today. He's also a family member. His name is John Palmore, and he is from the Washington DC area. If you haven't heard of him, you're gonna hear you're gonna hear a lot of him today. He's a comedian out of the D.C. area. He's known for having a razor sharp tongue. That is an identifier of the Paul Moores, might I add. And no one, when I say no one, is bold enough to go up against him because they know they won't win because he has the gift of gab. Cause that's how I know we're related. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Hey, cuz, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be here with you. And like I say, let me say this to you ladies first before cuz ask me anything. Anything that comes to her, support her. Support what she's doing. She's doing a positive thing. Me, you can support me if you believe in real talk because one thing about me, I love black queens. All black women are queens to me, period. But one thing about me, I have no bullshit with me. I have no cut cards, and I don't give a fuck. Ouch, if you say anything about me, have fun and have your good laugh, but leave it alone before I get started. <laughs> can I, can I, okay, let, okay, he's, he's running away with it, guys, because this is a passionate subject that we have been planning for a while. And today, we are going to be addressing some very super sensitive and controversial topics. So, if you're one of those people, if you're touchy and people have to walk Don't on edge, right? just say real. It's not sensitive. They may be sensitive. What we're talking about is not sensitive. It's okay. real. But I do, I do have some people. Uh, I have a, a, a very diverse. Um, um, what do you call it? Audience and uh, people that tune in. <laughs> so we're going to be discussing something that has been making its round. Oh, I know. Uh, a subject that has been making its rounds on social media, which is uh, a lot of people have a lot to say. Everybody's got their two cents. Everybody's got their opinions. Everybody has their particular, um, you know, their gripes, their complaints, and whatever you want to call it. So, number one, we're going to be discussing why is there a disproportionate amount of black women that are single. We're also going to be discussing why is it that, according to a report that's circulating on YouTube, why is it that three to six million black women can't find a date, a husband, or even a boyfriend? And lastly, but definitely not least, why are black men no longer aggressively pursuing black women? John, which one do you want to talk to first? Do me the honors. Ask anything you want. I got you. Okay, so I'll ask the question. But first, let let me let me give black women their accolades. Okay, I personally I love my sisters. I love black women. I am a black. I'm, as a matter of fact, I'm the blackest woman you will ever meet. I'm I'm black American and I'm Ethiopian. You won't meet a blacker chick than me. So I think No, you, you you know you're a more fuck <laughs> American, you're a more. I'm a you're, you're not you're the original woman from the earth. Okay, well I'll take that too. But I think yeah. that black women are beautiful, we're trendsetters, yeah, we're educated. Yeah, 
talented. Yes, y'all. Resourceful. Yes, y'all. We are We're your ride or die chick, and we have the ability to make that even look sexy. Okay. And y'all over We we are innovators. We're forward thinkers, and we have some of the baddest bodies that everyone has been trying to duplicate for the past decades. So yeah, 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 the only body. The original bad body. The only, the only body. Okay, so with all of that, with all of that, that you know, and I could go on and on showing love to the black woman, showing love to my sisters, but it still does not take away from the fact that there are so many black women who desire to have a mate and there's not a man in sight. So, but let me say this before Cuz cut me off because he gonna jump in it real, real deep. This conversation, yeah. This conversation is not for the black, strong, independent woman who don't need a man and who don't want one. This isn't for you. Tell your cousin or your sister girl or the, or the, or the one of the parishioners at your church who is praying for one to tune in to this episode. But if you desire and you are designed for a man, if it is okay, if, if that is you, if everything within your being craves a man and everything about him. And if you want someone to spend the rest of your life with, someone to curl up in that bed with, share your dreams, share your faith, share your body, your hopes, this is for you. Don't forget fantasy, Yeah, all of that. (laughs) So, John, take it away. Give me one of the reasons why you think that there is a disproportionate amount of black women that are single. Because I got a list of them. You asking me first? I'm asking you first. So let let me hear your pet monkey theory. Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. He's about to bring it. Here you go. Go, baby. Okay, ladies. I I mean, my mic, I'm... Black queens, I love you no matter what. We love you back. You're all, you are all beautiful no matter what. Some of you are beautiful, beautiful, but fuck you're beautiful. But this is this is my opinion. This is how I feel because as a young man, I wasn't shit. I tell the world, my mama would tell you, and the world would tell you. But I never underestimated my black women. Never, I loved you all from the bottom of my heart. One thing about me, I tell the truth, I always have, but people take it and they think I'm a comedian, that I'm joking. It may sound funny, but I don't bullshit no one. One thing about you black women up to date, not the original, not your mama, most of y'all, your grandmama, they was real. They stuck to what they believed in, what they was taught from the ancestors. Today's women is on this thing as far as what do you bring to the table? I don't date a man with kids, but you have 15, but he can't have one. Ouch. I okay, just, talk about it. If you want a man, let a man be a man when you meet a man. Because of the people of your past wasn't shit. When a man comes to you genuinely from his heart, and he shows you kindness, and he be polite, and when you disrespect him, he still don't come out of pocket and disrespect you. That's a man. But y'all take it as a weakness. Okay. My name is John Antoine Palmore III. I have a question. I used to be some shit. I have and a question. So... <laughs> it's funny how strong DNA is. It's funny how strong DNA is, really. <laughs> this table, you know, I've, I've made a couple of videos on Facebook about this, this infamous table you know, that people talk about what they bring to the table. And you, and you just you just mentioned it. A lot of women want to know what you're bringing to the table. And maybe maybe that's a, a, a double-edged sword because I think... With, and I you, ask that for you, there's only one thing anybody needs to bring to the table. And that's being, being real. Be you. That's all you got to bring to the table. Well, that's your opinion. But let me, let me, let me say this. I think... Bringing something to the table is important, depending on the two people that are involved in that relationship. I do, th- I do think that's a conversation you have to have. However, I do think, I do think that 
introducing that particular line of questioning prematurely into what could be a relationship speaks volume about your agenda. You're not supposed to be asking any man, you know, within the first, I don't know, I don't want to give time frames, but if you if you ask that too soon, you look like a gold digger and you look like you're looking for a business relationship versus a relationship that's full of love, romance, and the potential to be everlasting. And I do think you're right that what are you bringing to the table? I really think that's tired and played out. Do I hear you? No, I mean, I love your opinion because that hasn't played out, but the truth has played out because what most people say and say what they want or expect to be brought to the table, they don't even bring to the table. My thing is far with me. Bring your realness to the table. I wouldn't give a damn if you unemployed. If I know and you show me that you are basically looking for work and you want work, I wouldn't give a fuck what type of job you get. It takes two of us to build. One plus one in a relationship equals one. When I tell people that, they have no understanding. My credit is not the best, but I can take care of anything I gotta take care of. But if I fuck with you and I love you and I care about you, I got you. You have the same for me. Well, I think that's what any man, when a man is really into a woman, correct me when I'm wrong. When, when a man is really into a woman, I think that the, the, there's no cap to it within his abilities to do and accept from whatever woman he's interested in or interested in making his life partner and or wife. I totally agree with you with that. But since I have a list, cuz, can we table the bringing to the table discussion and can I hit you in the forehead with my next one? Why I think some of my sisters are single and they don't have to be. Cause you, you can hit me anywhere you want as long as you're ready to get hit back. Okay, I'm ready. I can take I can take a punch. Okay, two. but damn it, let's go, cuz. I okay. love you, let's go. Okay, so every freaking group that I see and when I talk to sisters at random whereas you know we're having conversations at the mall or at a restaurant standing in line you know at checkout every sister on the planet seems like they have to have a black man and not only do they have to have a black man uh-uh you gonna let me get this out not only do they have to have a black man they have to have a black man that's six foot to six foot three six foot four chocolate chocolate and chiseled with six-figure income financially stable and godly attending church and serving on two or three ushers board in the ministry i think that is the most ridiculous thing that i have ever heard of I'm not finished. I'm not finished. What you say about the ministry? I missed the part about the ministry. What you say about the church? I'm just saying that that's on the list. That he must be. No, I missed that part. What did you say about that? They gotta have what part the ministry? I missed that part. Sorry. That he must be involved in different <laughs> ministries in church. My thing is this. Okay, I got to that. Go ahead, keep going. I got to that. I was going to make sure I heard you right. Okay. My thing is this. So what you say? I can speak it on. Once, <laughs> stop. <laughs> okay, it's no secret that I'm team interracial love, team interracial marriage. Um, my passion has always been, um, and it's, it's not to take away from my brothers. I love my black men, please. Um, it has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with what I'm attracted to and where I get the most love from. But I think a lot of sisters will never find a man because they're waiting on that man, that black man that doesn't exist, that's no longer interested in them, and that has evolved, and his interest, his interest, and his preference has wandered off to other races and other cultures. He is exploring and he's having a wonderful time. And his interest has wandered from the black woman. And and they are, and I just think that their dedication and their loyalty to black men and having a brother has kept them stuck in a place that's going to keep them single for eternity. You can respond Go ahead. I'm ready to be eight and alive. You ready for me now? I'm ready. Okay, good. You know what? You said something out your mouth 
that I've never even thought about is that you said what they're looking for, what they're expecting. The thing about it, most black men that are good men today, really, I'm and no bullshit, are the ones who came from my past, who went through the bullshit of society of hustling and shit like that and had to recoup their life. And once they got their minds together for them, because first of all, you got to do anything for yourself before you do it for anybody. That everything when it comes to them is not the way most women expect what they want. But those are the realest men out here. Most of these men out here now, I mean, these younger guys out here, I love them because they're my black brothers. They're my black nephews. I I call them yogs. Yogs mean my young OG. I call you that because I'm trying to respect you as a young man that I'm calling a gangster, not in a bad way. But like with me, because I'm a hell of a man. I'm a damn good man. My mom is the kindest woman on earth. Her husband, which was my dad, was one hell of a nigga. He wasn't shit. Her kids ain't shit. But she held the family together until the point that my father got his shit together. That she made a conversation with me one day and said to me, she said, baby, I love you. She said, you're a damn good man. You're a hell of a man. She said, without a strong woman, you're not ever have a relationship. And I, it took me years to understand that. Because when it comes to me, because anything that comes to my mouth was me and you had a conversation about is 100%. Mm-hmm. If I meet you or you meet me, my thing is with this, be you when I meet you. If you ain't shit, be some shit. If I decide to continue to fuck with you, that's for me. When you meet me, Jackson, what's up with you? Nothing. And that's what the fuck I mean. So what are you saying? Are you coming across a lot of women, single women, that are pretending to be something that they're not and you're finding out later that it was it was just a lie? What are you saying when you say yes, be you? Uh, what, what has been your experience? Yes, 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 yes. Because when I meet a woman, my thing is I tell them what I am. And I tell them, what are you? Who are you? Be you. And my thing is when I'm, when I'm courted, Quoting them, no bullshit. I have to dial 911 to stop them from breaking them out of zipper to do certain things. But once they become a woman, tell your mama to do it. Be yourself, because being you is up to me to decide if I want to fuck with you. Don't think you're fooling me because I'm not going to try to fool you. Trying to fool me to having me, you're setting yourself up because I will walk the fuck off. I want a person just to be real. If you ain't shit, be shit. If I decide to be with you, then I decide to be with shit. We can grow together, but don't ever think you're fooling me because I never fool you. Because one thing I love about my black queen, y'all are the natural, the first and giver of life. And men out here say their woman is a dime. I say, tell me what a dime is. And they describe the body as far as how her breath stand up and such and such and such. I said, dude, with gravity, everything will fall. If you don't love her with your heart, in love with her from your heart, it's still in last because everything changes. Okay. I can meet you today and only see beauty, but as time goes on, I see all the flaws. Fuck your flaws. I love your heart and your soul and how you care about me. So what would be your what would be your advice to a woman that that meets you in the future and to any other single black man? What are you saying that they should stop doing that's contributing to the sisters continually facing this dilemma of being single with no man in sight? What are you saying? What are you advising them or, or encouraging them to do? The only advice I can give, because as far as my experience, I don't have a lot of these dudes out here for shit. But as far as me, if you meet a dude like me that will tell you, ask me anything you want, I'm an open book. Because my thing is, I don't want nobody to come to you in our future once we got shit popping. Think they're telling you to fuck our relationship up. You can ask me anything. I did drug use, drug hustling, all kinds of shit. But I'm an open book. Be real with me. That's all. I'm asking anybody. Be real with me. Be real with yourself. And if you accept what I tell you and if I accept what you tell me, we can build the motherfucking world. I wouldn't give a fuck what nobody thinks. If, if I can get the world, I don't care what my mama says, nobody thinks. If I'm in love with you and you're in love with me, that's the look, that's what you think I can do. But you know I got your back no matter what? Good. 
I got you. But if you don't have me the same way, kick rocks. Okay, so are you saying that sisters are having unrealistic expectation of their partners and not willing to offer reciprocity? Are you saying that uh, a woman, a black woman that in, in today's dating pool is expecting something from the male that she's not willing to give? Is that what you're seeing or is that what you're addressing or both? I'm, I'm saying she's not accepting what he's saying when he's actually being truthful, but she's not being truthful. Today's society, we we know that as far as the black family, we were the strongest it ever was. We deal with, um, no matter what, what, no matter what happens as far as the black family, if you actually fuck with each other and you're in love, you stick with each other. But the way things are set up now, it, it's like you fall out of love quick. So my That's thing true. is you're not in love. That's true. You're holding on to something. That's true. You know, I mean, falling out of, falling out of love is, is easy. I mean, um, it happens, unfortunately. You know, that's why you have to have commitment, though. That's why you have to be committed. What was that? Yes, well, my thing most of them live. I'm going to give you an example from me. Always speak from experience. The last person I was with, me, I gave her everything. No matter what, whether I was working or not, I provided. I, I went out hustling again, which I said I wouldn't do. And I'm saying this right here on the radio, on this here live pad. I would give her $5,000 a day and say, whatever you need, take it. At the end of the month, you know what she would say to me? She didn't give me no red money. What the motherfuck is wrong with you? And my thing is, I got you. I'm always going to pull you up. Pull me up. Don't make me feel bad. I lost my job, not because of my bull crap, because of the job. But after three weeks, you know what she told me? Well, if yeah. you can't do it, I, I will help me. So my thing is, most black women, not I say most, the women who are delusional about the world today don't believe in black kings no more. We believe in our, our queens. I do, at least. But believe in me as I believe in you. That's all I ask. If you believe in me and I believe in you, good. Everything will work. Well, that sounds like a situation, and you know, I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm being too harsh, but that sounds like you were involved with somebody who wasn't fully invested in you and/or the relationship. Anytime a woman would say something and like I that after after you're thing. giving her that's your last, you know, you you have to. Right, you have to question her motives. Like if if you can fix your. But when I did, whoa, I'm the world for blue. <laughs> well, see, that's the that's not the type of woman that you and I are talking about. Even though that type of woman outnumbers. A lot of women are good, though. Like yeah, I know that. that. I got a lot of them got things going on, but they have their sight and their mind and their thoughts on things that a lot of times is not reality. The black man today, and it's not a thing about downfalling. Obeying shit on society. Everything out here is, is against the black family. And the way you tear down the black family is to tear the man down first. And when a man sometimes rebuilds himself and get his stuff together for him and actually comes to someone forward, straight, and truthful, most of them aren't ready for it. Because a lot of times we get our relationship within one, three months later. How can you get a relationship three months later? Have you been there for six years? Well, I you really... Tell me you feel. I think you're really speaking for yourself. Like, respectively, like, <laughs> I don't... What I see, what I see, and because of where I live and what I've been exposed to prior to moving to the Carolinas, um, the more successful a black so man is... I was... I'm sorry? Before the Carolinas, where were you living at? I'm a native of Dallas, Texas. So. Okay, well, I'm, I'm speaking for the monkeys in this area. That's, that's all I can. Well, I, well, you know, I have a little bit. I have a little bit further reach. I'm just saying, the super successful black man, or the black man that is financially stable, the black man that is well educated, the black man that is well traveled, the black man that is well versed, is not looking for black women. And if he is, if he does accept or settle for a black woman, nine times out of ten, she's going to be biracial. Okay, or she's gonna fit a certain physical 
um, aspect, you know, a yeah, high yellow with a certain type of hair. Most men that are successful and things like that, mm-hmm. and I look for a black woman because that's a man who has a weak mind. A black woman is the strongest motherfucking element out here. It's the strongest woman. But you have to understand, not a lot of black men want a strong black woman. That, that's Do you understand that, though? That's Do you understand that? Yes, I do. That's what I'm speaking of. But a real man, no matter what, he wants what's real. What's going to make it? Okay, be this way, because a man can chase any woman. A man can date any woman. He can follow for after any woman or chase her. But a queen chooses her man. No matter what we do, you choose who you want to be with. So no matter what a man chase, he gets what chooses him. So my thing is with this, no matter how we are, we can say we love this or we want this. You don't know what you want until you come across it a lot of times. Just like you said your thing. Your man, I've seen the pictures of your man. He's not a white man, so he's still a man of color. Any man of color is a black man in my in my eyes. But he's Afro-Latino. All... He's a Dominican, so... Yeah, yeah that's what he. Man. Yeah, he said. Well, no, he's not black. It, that's oh god. But he loves you. you, you love him, <laughs> well, yeah, I get your point. He is a man y'all of color. Yeah. Y'all love each other. Y'all in love. Right. Y'all right. In love. Right. Right. I'm just trying right. to let you make that's your point. So. I, I, I like to you men online, and I love you from my heart because you don't bullshit me. And when I ask you, when you say you want me to do something, I could. Do you want me? And you say, fuck that good. Yes, I want you. Get to with me. Well, you know, and, and the feelings are mutual. Um, the feelings are very mutual. That's why I wanted to invite you on the show because I wanted, I wanted a, excuse my French, I wanted a shit starter. <laughs> I did. But listen, look, okay, oh God, I'm about to light, I'm about to light the fire and pour gasoline on it. So, oh my God, here we go. Because you, you're about to hammer this one. Another reason I think black women are single or that is affecting an issue that is affecting a lot of relationships, something that is really turning my stomach these days. I've been watching some ridiculous videos and it just seems as as days go on, things are becoming more extreme, stranger, weirder. It's just out of control. I think a lot of black women are disproportionately single due to religion. Religion is playing a huge part. Thank you, Jesus. I don't use the word Jesus. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's keeping a lot of women single. I'm glad you went down this road, not me. Because when I go down this road, people be fucked up with me. Religion is something they created as far as here to control. My thing is, only thing you got to do is have to believe in high power. I know I was created. I know that all the dumb shit I did in my life, cause I didn't survive it. I was curious. I was helped through it. You know, you know, these people go to church and they judge people and they talk about people. You know, well, I'm not gonna go in church yet. I'm just gonna let you go. We go. Religion is a terrible thing. All thing you have to believe is you have a high power. You didn't preach yourself. Well, so I'm gonna let you go from there because if I go there, I'm going to church like a motherfucker. Okay. Well, uh, Cause not not the MF word with church in the same sentence. The people that FCC that, that meant um fun fun caring. Okay. But here's my here's my particular um, point of view on it. I think that and it's so sad. It's so it's it would it would be laughable if it wasn't so sad. It's so many women out here that like to take a scripture out of the Bible and use it as an excuse or a reason to do nothing, that they're waiting on God to send them that man or God is preparing God is preparing them whatever your faith is that's that's up to you but let me tell you this that the same bible that you're quoting that scriptures from also says that faith without works is dead it's no different than you wanting and needing a job to support yourself and you're sitting at home every day and saying well i'm just gonna pray on this job and god's gonna send me one no little boo boo the fool you have to get out there and you have to put in the work and that work also requires you yeah that work also requires you to make yourself available 
to be available and to make yourself presentable and stop hiding behind the word of God as an excuse to do nothing but wait. And then you want to blame God as the reason that you don't have a man. Well, it must not be in God's will. Well, no, the devil is a lie. You're just lazy. You're not putting in the work. And then you become bitter because it hasn't happened, but you haven't done anything to help manifest the desires of your heart. You got to put in the work. You got to get out of that house. You got to fix up yourself. You need to do something. But sitting in that church, waiting on Mr. Happily Ever After to come through on Friends and Family Day when your pastor is speaking to swipe you up and marry you when you got 200 other single sisters in the in the church competing, then you're just going to die bitter and lonely. You're competing for the pastor. <laughs> wow. That's, a, that's another show. But go ahead. Your thoughts. <laughs> Because my this, this is my thought. Um, cause six six years ago, right? Yeah. I gave myself. I got saved. I got baptized and all this. You know. And um, the pastor of the church. I love the way he preached. Cause I know he's speaking to me for the things he's saying. Sounds like my pastor, my Bishop it, Jakes. <laughs> but the thing about it, some of these churches have grown so big, and it's such a hustle because you don't have to pay taxes if. And a lot of times it's bullshit, you know, with me. Because when you start putting ATMs in your church and you tell me you need my uh, my W-2, you need direct deposit and all that, you kiss my ass. Because you pass a basket five times and you tell me, one of these times you pass a basket, you say this is for the roof fund. You just built this mother. You just built this goddamn place. So what roof fund? You you out here in the building, your wife got a Bins, the 600 body, your kids in private school, you in a gated community, but the older folks who giving their all, who's giving everything that they don't have. Are the black women. And, uh, are the black women because black women make up most of the parishioners in each of in most of these churches across the country they are following these pastors as if the pastors are God themselves and these pastors you know, I, I love what you said they're following the pastors they're, of the word of God right so I want to be clear this is not a drag session on on God I think it's fair no. to say John, John and I both I totally I believe in God I, I, absolutely hands down but I think that so many black women have become super obsessed and hide behind religion and church as an excuse to do nothing and then they're spending uh, so much time is allocated to ministries and going up there to that church versus putting in the work to be found or find or be, I don't know how I want to phrase it. Absolutely. Because I got one of my best friends that I've known since I was five. Okay. He, he's, a, he's a pastor and he does ministry now. Mm-hmm. And I love him to death. And first of all, he's been merged three times. And he's the minister of counseling for merges. And like I told motherfucker, you can't counsel me. You've been murdered three times, you can't tell me shit. You know, and I respect it, but he don't respect it when I come at him. Because my thing is, he has a Facebook page, and he's always telling women what to look out for as far as what men are no good. I'm like, dude, your first two wheels, why fuck you over? So usually trying to help the brother, trying to help them find a righteous woman. Anybody who wants to be together. You just sit down. Communication is the biggest thing when it comes to your relationship. Right. If you speak your I mean, speak your mind, and I've actually messed with you, I actually love you and love with you, and I speak my mind, and we understand each other, and we say, you know, we're going to stick together, that means we know what we want, what we expect, what we're saying, and we're cool with it, and we're going to live through it. But you can't tell a person your wishes, your hopes, and your dreams and want them to accept it, but when they tell you this, you look at them like, well, you should do this, you should be here. No, I mean, yes, a lot of things, a lot of us should be, but we're not. That's like with me, because I love the connection you and I have. I wish when I was younger, I wasn't running the street. I wish I wasn't a thug and an asshole, things like that. And I'll say this, I wouldn't give a damn who here. Any comedian that calls himself a comedian, that's making money, money. If I didn't do what I supposed to do when I was young, can't none of them touch me. Because they make up shit. They write shit. I lived it. I love me as a black man. 
I love you as a black woman. I love all black queens. But we put um, expectations on each other that we don't live up to. Wow. Let's say that again. Please say that again. We, we place expectations on people that we don't live up to. That is so true. You know what? Can I let me piggyback on that? Let me let me let me let me take it up a notch. John just said John just said that we place expectations on each other that we don't live up to. Oh my God, I got one for you. So uh, back during the summer months, I recorded an episode called He's He's Looking for a Date. She's looking for a sponsor. And in this video, it's this chick riding, she's the passenger in a car and she's talking about she don't want another mf'er to take her to a dinner to a movie she don't want to talk about or go anywhere with them she want to talk about which bill you're going to pay so i'm transitioning Good. hold on so keep it keeping <laughs> in in the theme of what john just said about people having <laughs> expectations that they can't live up to now here's this chick with a face full of I mean, she looked gorgeous, though. A face full of makeup, eyelashes, a, a very nice well, hairpiece. she's not gorgeous, because she's not gorgeous. Because let me make I a point, though. Let me make a point. I think that in today's society, because women have the, the magic of transforming themselves to look any way that they want to look, to, to, but, to be a butterfly when, when they were once a caterpillar, I think that comes with a sense of entitlement. So because I'm a bad bitch, because I look like this, because I'm rocking 50 bundles on my word, head. Don't use that word. No, you use them after. I can don't use B-I-T-C-H. Okay, well, because I'm a bad one, then I don't have to bring anything no, to no. the table. No, no, you know, because uh, let me say this, I'm trying to interrupt. I said don't use that word because as foul as my mouth is, I don't use that word because they use it wrong. You're not a bad bitch. You're just a motherfucking real queen. When I use the word bitch, it's for the wrong reason. So that people misuse that word. Don't use that word when it comes to talking to me because I don't see you as no kind of bitch. I, oh, no, no, no. I wasn't talking about myself. I'm just talking about women that think that because they look, yeah, because they look a certain way that they don't have to really do anything other than exist in a relationship. You have a lot of black women that have fallen by the wayside with that toxic mindset. Well, because I look like, and if you watch, if you look at even the pictures that people take nowadays, it is disgusting. Most of these females can't take a picture without their backside showing first like whoever heard of that crap you're showing your back, your, your back, butt back, or your back, side back, angle back. you know back. you're looking you're looking at the camera like either you just got freshly effed or you want to F. It's all a like, come F me look. It's all about sex. Right. Come do me. I got it. I'm doing it. Come do me. Like, take a normal picture for God's sake. Can you exactly. smile? Exactly. That's why, that's why I like the filter. When people use filter, you use natural filter. Because most of this my thing, cause no matter how beautiful you may be, over time, the body changes, looks changes, everything changes. That's true. You know? And my thing is this: if I, if you gotta get two hours before you let me wake up and for me to see you, that's not you. Nowadays, because when I meet a woman, you know, I would push her in the swimming pool. What? I don't give the fuck you like, huh? You're gonna get shot. You're pushing a woman in the swimming you know, pool. No, look, look up for real. Because a lot of them is like the movie. I'm gonna get you sucked up. They got too many. They got too many accessories attached to them that I don't know who they are. And I think that's a contributing, I, a contributing I, I factor that too. When, wake, that when I wake up, I don't jump the fuck out of the bed because you scared the fuck out of me. Oh, can I stop you right there? I think you just you yes, just helped me realize another point. You just said something about you know waking up and you know you don't want to be scared and not know who this person is. I think what once started out as enhancements to our beauty 
I think this generation has taken it to a level that is unacceptable. If you are unrecognizable with your makeup on versus it off, that's a problem. If you have, if you become a whole different person because you got a whole hairpiece, wig, eyelashes, contacts, your face is contoured. I mean, you got on hip pads, butt injections. I mean, you know, waist trainers, nails is too freaking much. And let me say this. Right, and let me say this. I know there's going to be someone out there will say, well, you know, white girls do it. and Well, they may do it, but guess what? They're the privileged ones. Let's just call it for what it is. They don't have to do as much. They, You know what? You can have a 300-pound white chick living in a trailer park driving a Ford Escort, and she could, scope up, she could scoop up the baddest brother on the block. It's just the way it is. But other races don't tend to exaggerate their looks to the lengths that I see sisters have bought into these days. And it's really sad because if you look at the TV shows from the 70s and even the 90s, we were still rocking our natural. We were celebrating and embracing our beauty and our curves and what we brought to the table in terms of the bad built bodies. Now it's the butt injections, the waist trainers, the boobs. The, it's too much. And let me tell you something. I've yet to see any black man walk in the streets, at the mall, at the grocery store, or at the concerts with any sister that's walking around looking like that. You may find them in the club under darkness and alcohol and loud music, but he ain't taking her home to be his happily ever after. John, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> yeah. I was to you. I want to laugh, but I can't laugh. Why? Because a lot of them I'm going to say my, my younger generation, they, this is the problem with a lot of us, a lot of our color folks today. They watch videos they believe in. They watch the reality shows they cheer. You know, I, I don't think folks watch Love and Hip Hop, whatever the hell you want to call it, when the man or woman cheat and they cheer the shit on. I'm like, why would you cheer that on if it was your man or your woman to be in your building? You know, this side man or side woman shit, it's ridiculous, still called cheating. You know? And if I'm dating you and you have a man, what the fuck? And you break up, I can't be your man. Because that means my slot open. So what are you saying? That the side the side the side boo culture is celebrated and people are settling for that? True. No, 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 I, I, I have to disagree with you. A lot of people are signing up for that. A lot of women have settled. You remember that old Betty Wright song, having a piece of man is better than having no man at all, so I'm going to just take what I got and roll with it. No pain, no gain. Remember that one? I listen to Millie Jackson, though. Millie Jackson more real. Oh, come on, Betty Wright. Betty Wright is the real thing. You better get with it. Yeah, but Mary Jack is more real. Okay, but... I, but this, this is my thing. Don't do anything to anyone that you don't want done to you, woman or man. Don't yeah. have satisfications or side dude, side woman, anything. I got a um, dollar dick, dollar... Food. Don't have anything you don't want your mate to have. This is the biggest thing I hit people with, and it, it crushes most conversation. A lot of men ask their mate, or threesome, you know, their fantasy. And I tell you, don't ask some of you one. They're like, what do you mean? I said, your woman granted to you, that means she can ask you for the same thing. They say, yeah, I'm cool with that. I said, no, she can ask for what she wants. But when she tells you she wants to do it again, but with a, with, with a joker, you get your feeling. So don't ask me. I would never ask you for anything because I tell you, if you're behind your woman and there's another dude, where's he at? You don't get your feelings when she's making all the sounds she used to make and you and your feelings. I love a queen as a queen. So I'm going to treat that queen as a queen because I want to be treated as a king. I think you make an interesting point. So that's that's another one we can add to the list that's keeping a lot of black women um, single is that they bought into 
And that's, we're not seeing everyone, but a lot of um, women have bought into this side boo culture that they feel like, you know, well, I, you know, he's doing this for me and I don't really care. You know, I can do this while she has to do that. It, you know what? As long as you have that toxic and that flawed mindset, you're going to forever be single. And if you are in a relationship yeah, right now and you're playing number two and you know that you're number two and you're settling for some other woman's scraps and left over, do yourself a favor and end it tonight because you deserve better than that. You don't deserve to be anybody's side piece and secret. Secrets and side bulls don't have successful lives at the end of it because before you know it, you're going to wake up old. Old and alone and having to settle. You're setting yourself up for failure. You're setting yourself up to be alone. This is my thing because of me. Period. And, and no bullshit. I mean, my thing is with anyone, no matter what you do, treat every treat the person you're pursuing or the person pursuing, treat them the way you actually that you want to be treated. Not that you want to be treated, but you do what you want. If you do something to a person that you don't want done to you, you your, your expectations are ridiculous. You know? I wouldn't do something to you no matter what, if I want it done to me. If me and you can have an argument where I don't like you at all right now, and I don't want to talk to you, but if you hit me later on that night on a call and I don't answer, but then you text me now on one, no matter what, you're my motherfucking mate. You're my, you're my, you're my all. I'm going to respond because now one, one means you need me. I'm feeling fuck with my feelings at that. So if you can't respond to something like that you're in your thing, you don't want to be depressed. You want to be with yourself because you want your benefit. Take friends with benefits. A lot of people don't, they mistake me when I say friends with benefits. They say that, that's being a hoe. No, because a lot of you motherfuckers want a motherfucker to take care of you to do what you do. So instead of stringing a person or man or woman, just say, give me such and such and I'll give you what you want. That way there's no argument, no nothing. But don't drag me into a relationship and me expecting me, you to have my back as I got your back and stick with me through thick and thin. But when you don't get what you want, you do bullshit. You know, my thing is, if you selling pussy, sell it. If you selling dick, sell it. If you want my heart and my soul and me to build with you, then it's built. Otherwise, leave me the fuck alone. Okay, with that. I don't like you right now, sir. I don't like you right now. What? But I do love you. I don't like you, I love you. Wow. But you got me saying things that's 100% true, but I love the respect that you come from because I look at the pictures on your page, I love how your family thing is. It's genuine. Do you understand what I'm saying? You got people out here that saying they're in a relationship, they're happy. It's not about exposing your boo or such and such and such, but if every picture on your motherfucking page have no initiation, no nothing of your race. You're waiting for your breakup so you can get the next motherfucker because you always feel like you ain't with the right. I love how you care. Well, thank you, thank you. I, you know, when I post no, stuff, I, I, I like to, you. I like I'm to. Thanking you. I like to post like you know glimpses or moments. You know that we have whether it's funny. I I I I really like to show funny aspects of uh, me and my husband's relationship. You know, just funny little things that gives. You know, but I, I totally agree with you. If 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 you're not posting your mate, um, that that that's a red flag for me, definitely. But I do want to. I want to stay on track. So we've talked about reciprocity. We've talked about um, having unrealistic expectations of a mate. Um, when you're not willing to be um, to be in a, or be in a position to offer them the same, we've talked about being being close-minded, um, only wanting to date a specific group of men or race of men, and we've talked about how religion. Right. And, and religion, we've talked about how religion plays a part in it. And I think because we have a, just a couple of more minutes, I want to get in John, watch your mouth, because you're about to go ballistic on this one. 
<laughs> the last but not least, I think that's keeping a lot of sisters single. And you better let me get this out. <laughs> I am. I'm, I mean, fucking teeth. I'm going I think what's keeping a lot of sisters single, and let me explain. I think they've been what um, you guys call digmatized. I think that a lot of good sex from a bad person or dealing with someone sexually that, you know, you know the relationship or the non-existent relationship or situationship is not going anywhere, is keeping you stuck. And you're justifying it by saying that you have needs and you need your itch or your kitty scratched. And I know that may sound a little bit off-putting, but it's the truth. And I see so many stories in some of these groups where the women are talking about that, you know, where they've been dealing with a guy sexually for three months and now they want more, but, you know, it's not going anywhere. Guess what? Ding dong. Your bodies, we women, weren't built for that. The more you're intimate with a man, the more you're going to crave that man, the more you want something deeper and meaningful with him. He could lay down with 50 of you and won't feel a thing. He'll go right off next month and find the, the woman of his dream and marry her that same day if that's what he chooses to do and he'd been laying up with you for a year because it doesn't mean anything to them. So I think another thing, again, to reiterate, what's keeping a lot of black women single is being in a sexual relationship with a man that is emotionally unavailable and you know it's not going nowhere or you got blinders on hoping it's going to go somewhere when it's absolutely not. John, take it away. That's why I let you finish. Black women of today, I want you to let the old bullshit go that you hear that push into power. No, it's not. Push is not the power because if it comes to that, if a man has everything and you have nothing, his dick is the power. Your heart is the power. Let lust go. Because lust and having a relationship that's abusive, that's fucked up, that's going nowhere, that tears you down as a person, that separates you from your family, to the point that once it ends, you don't have shit. If you want to be with someone, period, ask yourself, are you whole? You have to be whole. You don't have to be successful. You don't have to be this, you don't have to be that. But if you're whole and you're happy with yourself, and you meet a person and you actually realize they're whole with their self and they're genuine with their self, you may not have a motherfucking mansion. You may not have nothing but a fucking efficiency with a motherfucking bicycle. But if you're too happy, be happy. Don't let people dictate what you're supposed to be. Don't let society tell you what it's supposed to be. Deal with someone that you know, not that love you, because my son asked me years ago, because he said, he said, yeah, you should have every woman you love them. And I broke it down to him, because I said, son, I love everybody. I don't hate no one. I said, but do you hear me tell him I'm in love with you? Because if I'm in love with you, because I wouldn't give a fuck what you did to me. If you didn't do something that's going to detriment the combination, I got you 100%. That's being in love. That no matter, if I got to swim across the motherfucking ocean, to save you if I can, that's what I'm going to do. But if the opposite person wouldn't piss on you, if you was on fire, you're in a relationship by yourself. We as people, black people, white people, clear people, call it what you want. We as a human race period have to realize that no matter what we do to ourselves, that's ourselves. But when you involve another being that you call one to be your mate or whatever you want to call it. You can't mistreat people and think you're going to be treated right. It doesn't work like that. My mother showed me what love was, what being in love was. And when she had a conversation with me at 31, because before the age of 31, because I'm going to say this to you, never, before the age of 31, because I slept with over 500 people. Oh, my God. I really can't count. But at the age of 31, my mother was talking to me one day after mom was up. She said, do me a favor. I said, what? She said, let me see you with the same woman twice in a row. When she said it to me, because you know what I did? What did I you took do? a whole year and a half without sleeping with anyone. I took the HIV test and all this shit every six months until I found out I was clean. So when I date one of them, only date them. No man with them. 
if it doesn't work, then I can move on with a clear conscience. I've only been with six people since I was 31 years old. And that's with my heart. I give my heart, I give my soul, I give my everything. So when I tell you that's what I'm doing, you don't do the same, leave me the fuck alone. Because fucking ain't nothing. You know, you got dudes out here doing dumb shit, women doing dumb shit. Don't fuck up nobody's life or your life fucked up. Get yourself together. Black women, you are the most precious gem on this motherfucking planet. Cherish you before you try to get with anybody. But don't pick goals on people that you don't want to put on you. That's all I mean. I mean, cause I'm toned down now because of what you brought me to. Because some of the words I want to use, I'm not going to use. Oh my God. But I love black people so much that it, it, it's a beautiful thing to me. You know, I love black women. I'm in love with black women. Well, I you wish know? there were more black men that loved black women because it seems like there's a shortage of black men that are available to black women or that are accessible. No, no, most of them don't love themselves, sir. And I'm being real. Most of them say black women are abusive and aggressive. You know, a black woman is the motherfucking cycle of the world. This is the thing about me. A man, okay, because you're born a queen. Every black woman is born a queen. A black man is not born a king. He's born as the, and how, how do you say it? Um, how do you say it? You're supposed to be the person who takes the throne after your father. But a black man is not a king until he has a queen. A queen makes a man a king. I can make $35 out of living my mama's basement. I've seen women make $10 out of got three kids, a motherfucking car, her own place. You dig what I'm saying? A woman builds us. We can be strong as hell, but a, a real black woman makes us stronger. Wow. Well, because if a woman doesn't pull my coat, I'm going to do all kinds of dumb shit. I'm not going to lie to you because I have the ability to make money when I want to. So money means nothing. So I need responsibility in my life. I had a scholarship to go to school, but I didn't take it because um, on my graduation, my oldest son was my graduation gift. So I didn't believe my mama taking care of mine. So my thing is, we court women, but y'all choose your king. Y'all make us a king. And you know what? On y'all that note, life. on that note, we're gonna wrap it up, and we're gonna invite you back. Ooh. We're gonna invite you back, so we can talk about more, get more in into the black queen and king and having the black man having his queen by his side. And it this has been one of the realest and rawest and standing in my truth um, conversations I've had on the podcast since I've started the podcast. And thank you for sharing your personal experience and, you know, for bringing some raw information to the table because you, the conversation has to start somewhere. The conversation has to start somewhere, whether you agree or disagree. You have to respect the fact that we all are part of the same race. I care about what happens to my queens, my fellow queens, and my kings. And we need to connect. We need to connect. We need to understand each other more. We need to have more conversations. So I want to thank you guys for tuning in to this particular episode. Okay, I was wrapping up, but go ahead. Okay, I, I want to say this. This, this is me. Because like I said, back back when I wasn't, when I was just some shit, my father used to tell me, I can break a broke bitch. I'm like, dude, what does that mean? He said, I don't know, nigga, but you're the best at it. But my thing, once my mom, my mother talked to me, he showed me the true thing of a queen and what love is, I give my all. My thing is with this. Don't do anything. Don't ask for anything. Don't be anything. If a person won't, won't walk through earth with you, I will give my life for my queen because my thing is protect the queen because you're the giver of life. You're everything, baby. Okay. You're, you're the giver, you know? You're the giver. You're, 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 you're everything to me. You really are. I dated a clear person, as I called him. And I did it because, like I said, I was on my bullshit. And I carried her through everything from hell to whatever. But when she wanted to tell, I had to hang it. Never will I do that. All right. You're my everything because I love you. I cherish this conversation. I hope and pray that we have another one. 
I get to the most upset. And like I said, I love everyone. I hate no one. All right. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. This was John Paul Moore out of Washington, D.C. And um, just to do a quick recap, we've talked about a lot of different issues that we've, we have both felt that have contributed to the disproportionate of black women being single. We talked about religion. We've talked about having preferences, which are, are absolutely fine if you're okay with those preferences keeping you single until you leave this earth. We've talked about um, reciprocity. And we've talked about having unrealistic expectations of um, said mate in a relationship. But I would like to, again, thank you for tuning in. And if we have stepped on any toes, we're not afraid. Why don't you step up and speak out? You can contact the diva at divaspeaksofficial at gmail.com. And I will be more than willing to entertain your questions or even bring you on as a guest if you're that heated up about something that was said. The dialogue can continue. And John will be back if you have any gripes. So with that being said, much love and the diva has spoken. <laughs>